Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Hey, Jenny, how are you today? You know, I, I'm doing okay. I was in the middle of a meeting um, where I had to present things, share my screen, when all of a sudden, working from home, my laptop dock popped really loud, made some smoke, and started to smell. And then I lost all my monitors, <laughs> and, and it made it much harder. Yeah. <laughs> So what'd you do? By the time I kind of identified, like I got everything unplugged. That was the first stop was just going, hey guys, I'm gonna have to stop for a minute. Y'all take over and then move to unplugging things and so on. Um, by the time I got that done, my boss was like, you know what? Sounds like your computer has decided you're done for the day. We w- definitely want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. We have added a new bonus episode. It's available to all subscribers who are at or above the friends with benefits level. And we are sending off a special little gift to our first 20 friends with gifts subscribers in April. Is there still an opportunity for people to join that? I do not believe we already have 20. Okay. So we still have an opportunity for people to join that, if which would be so exciting, guys. Yeah. I'm I'm really pleased with it. It's just a small token. And it is not, just to be clear, it's not the gift you'll get this year. This is just one where Beverly and I were so blown away by how people hopped on to support that we were like, oh, we have to buy something and send it out right away. And so, <laughs> so we've got this little thing ready to go. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. Yes. Well, be sure to, um, if you'd like to subscribe, please go to patreon.com slash punk frockers, and there will be a link in the show notes. Great. So That's wonderful. This month, we have several sponsors for our challenge, don't we? It's, it's sort of an overwhelming number of sponsors this month. It's so exciting. LB Textiles and Helen's Closet have both agreed to uh, offer a free pattern of your choice. Which is really neat. Those are patterns that we've definitely frequently mentioned those designers on the podcast. Yes. In addition, the Plotted Pattern Company is once again offering um, a free pattern printing. And um, as I think you know, I am so in love with their tissue paper pattern printing. I swear, I feel like I order two new patterns from them every day. Um, (laughs) It's crazy. But I love it. It's it's durable. I find it to be, it's heavier than the, the tissue paper you get with the big four, which is great because that's some garbage tissue paper. But it is um, it is translucent enough to really be able to see the position for uh, directional prints and things like that. I just love it. So I'm excited that that's being offered. And then finally, we have, we have a to-be-determined prize that we can tell you is being offered by Seams Fabrics this month. Oh, that's and awesome. I'm so excited uh, that they were willing to to offer up a a prize as a giveaway. Um, I'm actually working with Seams Pattern this month um, for their anniversary in April. Um, they asked me to do a, uh, a to make something that actually fits in with our theme. Oh, that's good. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Absolutely. So I'm really excited, and you'll definitely see more of that on my feed, and I'm sure shared because it will qualify for our hashtag um, in the Punk Rockers feed. What have you been working on lately? Oh my gosh, Jenny. So (laughs) this is going to go quick. Um, 
I have just been struggling a lot. My work has been hard and, and uncomfortable for me. Um, in general, I really like change. Um, but I think that I like change when I'm con- in control of it and I'm not totally in control of this. And so I'm just pushing through and trying to, yeah. to do the best I can. Um, last weekend, Jim and I went to New York City and the Patreon subscribers were already know about that because I talked about that on our episode. Um, we went to Jetta Newman's Shoes where Jim got measured and like his foot traced around to make the perfect size, exactly custom sandals for him. Uh, that was pretty exciting. And he tried to tell me to take pictures of it, but I didn't catch his message and I didn't do it. So we don't have pictures. Um, that's totally my fault. <laughs> We walked all over New York City. We didn't even take a subway. We walked so far. Oh, like between the two days, I walked like 20 miles. Um, So really got a lot of exercise. On Sunday, Jim went for a drum lesson with Billy Martin. Uh, He is from Medeski Martin and Wood. If people know jazz music, they they may know them. Uh, He was doing uh, a lesson in improvisation. And I really had a good time with him. And so I went fabric shopping and in the Patreon episode, I talking all about how excited I am to go for this. And then when I get there, I realized that my favorite fabric shops are all closed on Sunday. Oh, so that was a big bummer because there are two types of fabric stores in New York in general, besides like divided by trimming and things like that. I mean, just two general types. One is the type that is really organized and has uh, prices on everything. And one is a type (laughs) that's completely disorganized and has no prices and you have to barter. And I want you to guess which one I prefer. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's like there are two kinds of thrift stores or antique stores or things like that. There's the ones where you get prices and there's the ones where you guess prices. And I hate the guess prices one because those seem to be based on the biggest number they think that anybody might pay. And it depends on your negotiating. And I don't, I I think I'm like you in that. I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to do it. Or or I'm going to walk away and it's going to be one of the two. I bring my older daughter with me when I go to places like that because, (laughs) because she will bargain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she will bargain. <laughs> and the problem for me is not that like, I, I'm afraid to walk away from it or whatever. It's just that like, I'll say, okay, how much is this? Like, sometimes you just want to know what the price range is. Yep. And like, if it could, if it's going to be a hundred dollars a yard, don't talk to me because I'm not buying it. And, yep. but if you say no, and they're like, well, maybe, maybe 85, like, no, I, that's not the, that's not the range I wanted to be in. You know, I wanted to be in the tens, you know? And um, so the stores that were open were the sort that were just not my, my sort of stores next time, definitely Saturday, but I did make one thing and I made it for the hashtag. So frugal 22 challenge organized by at frugalissima and Yorkshire at Yorkshire. So girl on Instagram, I use the peppermint, Paddington top. It has a max size of 58, 51, 61. And you use a stash fabric for this challenge. So I use this fabric that Jenny has also used in the past, which is a, <laughs> uh, a Ranvoil. It has a Navy background and it has radishes and peas and maybe some green beans or onions on it. And it's just, I think the color combination is really cool on it. The Navy with the type of green it is and the 
kind of pinkish red. So um, this is definitely off brand for me, I think, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But it um, is. But I do like it. And um, I think I'll wear it. It's so lightweight that I think I'll get a lot of wear out of it in the summertime because it's just floaty and, and nice. Um, I made a couple of alterations to this pattern for anyone who's interested. I increased the length by two inches and I would increase it by more because I had to, I tried it on before I hemmed it and I realized I was going to need to, um, surge the bottom. And then, so I didn't have to, um, fold over, you know, like it was too short. I think it's meant to be a pretty crop top, but if you're tall, you might want to pay attention to that. Um, I also, it, it has a button back on it. And as we've discussed before, that doesn't sound comfortable to me. It also seems, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's cute, but I can't see it. So I'm not really caring about how cute that is. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And then the, it has elastic on the bottom of the sleeves um, that kind of pull it in. And I always, when they have that, I always use way la- way more elastic than they call for yeah. because I, I don't like it to like, hold on to me. You yeah. Know? Do you feel the same way? I, I agree. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I absolutely do. I, I agree a hundred percent. I did not end up making something for so frugal 22. Um, although I donated, um, some sewing labels, some of the fuck flattering sewing labels as a prize. Oh, nice. So I, I, I did that, but I, I didn't end up, um, participating. I'm glad it seems to have been very successful. They've had, I know today, I believe, uh, frugalissima posted noting that they had like 1400 people use the hashtag 1400 instances of the hashtag being used, which is yeah. different. So that's great. I'm sorry. New York was disappointing. I hate yeah. it when I, you know, aim for a thing like that and it doesn't quite work out the way I'd planned. So, um, we did so get to go shopping and see lots of other things on Saturday. So, um, it wasn't a total, it wasn't a total, uh, flop. <laughs> we- yeah. But disappointing. Um, by the time this is released, um, the latest uh, Cashmere Club pattern will also have been released, and it is a circle skirt um, that can be subbed in as the skirt for um, for the Upton or made separately as just a circle skirt. So instead of the the normal calculations, which when you are when your hips are as big as mine are. Um, you end up with a very short skirt unless the calculators also help you to understand how you might divide the fabric up to make a longer skirt. So in this case with the Upton, I made a mid-calf length um, skirt using their their pattern. Um, and I, I really liked it. I, I made one in red that I think I'll get a lot of use out of with a variety of different t-shirts and things like that, especially since I'm um, going to start screen printing stuff. <laughs> because I don't have enough hobbies. Um, so, so I'm really excited. That's one of the things that I've made in the last uh, couple of months, actually, um, is that circle skirt um, out of linen from fabricstore.com, of course. I believe I made that one out of the aisle 19, the, the heavier weight mm. of the linens. Um, turned out really nice. Uh, in it's addition, really, it's the, it's their mid-weight though, right? Like, yeah, it's their mid-weight. Weight it's heavier too. of the two that I like, L- yeah. IL-19, IL-20. And I guess there's what, IC-67, which I have some in cream, but I haven't tried yet, which is the same weight as the IL-19, but it's a uh, higher thread count. Oh yeah. You didn't bring any for me 
to feel. I know I meant to, but I am going to diet and you will get some that way. In the past couple of weeks, most of what I've made has been Dragon Fruits by Caramia, who still has not decided to release the, the pattern, though there are some indications that she may be crumbling to peer pressure. Um, she's she's posted at least a couple of times or shared my stories at least a couple of times saying, so if I do release it, it's pretty much because Jenny keep, <laughs> keeps <laughs> posting these things. So I'll keep posting. Uh, good, good. We would so, like it. My most recent makes have really been with those that I'm most excited about. I've been making tops. So I've been, I've been cutting the bodice a little bit short and then adding different lengths of ruffles on the end. Um, in one case out of orange eyelet, I did this where I left the bodice a little, actually I cut it a little longer than it's supposed to be and put a, a narrow ruffle on it, like two and a half inches or three inches or something like a, a relatively small ruffle on it. And I made that with the intention of wearing it over other things. Like I think mm -hmm. it'd be cute over a skirt with a turtleneck in the winter or a tank top and a pair of jeans or whatever. And, and that was sort of my intent was to layer it. I've layered it myself with other dragon fruit dresses <laughs> already, <laughs> but I have plans for it. And then I immediately thought, well, if that's amazing, how much better would it be out of some great orange cotton quilting fabric that has planets all over it? And so, and so I did that and that one, I cut a little bit shorter and I made the, I made the ruffle maybe four inches deep and I did the ruffle by folding it. So it's, mm. it was an eight inch, eight and a half inch wide piece of fabric. I folded it in half, gathered it and attached it. Um, and I did, I did real gentle gathering. It's not the super full that I do out of some of the lightweight skirts that I put on the dragon yeah. fruit top. Instead, it's a more like a more normal <laughs> level of gathering, not hyper gathering. Um, and I made that one, which I really love. I wore it with a pair of black Calder pants by Cashmerette and thought it was super cute. Um, I'm, and when I put on the black cashmere Calder pants, I thought the last time I wore these, they felt like snug and weird, but this time they just feel super comfortable and groovy. That's awesome. I don't think they're different or I'm different. I think just my head space may be different right now. Maybe. And maybe. I thought, I gotta, I gotta go get some more of that fabric that I don't know where I got it from in exactly that kind of weight and material because I want to make a bunch more pairs. So <laughs> I may be headed to some weird Calder pants category now. I don't know, but but I'm certainly thinking about it and have ordered a copy of the pattern in my standard size from the plotted pattern company so that, <laughs> so that I'll have it in my favorite material and my favorite storage method. And then I'll I recycle see. the ones I've printed previously that take up much more space in my storage space. So, cause that's another plus of that tissue is that it folds down neatly. And of course it comes in these little white envelopes that, you know, bags, I guess they'd really be called, but that mm -hmm. it fits in so nicely and is much more compact. So yeah. super excited about that. And I made a new to me, I actually made two new to me patterns. One of them is the Lola by Victory Patterns. That looks so cute. Oh my God. And it kills me because I hated it when I got it on the first time. Oh and my you God. guys, you guys peer pressure conned me into liking it halfway. <laughs> so this one is, um, we described it as a new pattern in one of our most recent episodes. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a sweater style dress that's princess seamed with raglan sleeves, which to me, that's just a weird combo to start with. And then, um, the front waistband curves up and the back waistband curves down. So there's like a difference in the height of the waistband front and back mm -hmm. because of the way that curve works. The skirt is not flaring. It's just a 
you know, it's a normal sort of pencil skirty skirt, but with gargantuan pockets that I think you would argue are completely useless because they do go down all the way to the hem. <laughs> and well, they're not useless you for your very, hands, but they're useless for your phone, right? Right. But, but I think you could very easily pick one or both sides and just do some stitching to outline where you want the actual pocket to be and have that other part be for your two liters or whatever else that you're carrying around. (laughs) So so I think there's some options there. And then it had your choice of sleeve length on it. And I was sewing uh, with someone else on a, on a weekend morning. And the night before we talked about what we were going to make, we were both making victories and I was going to do mine out of one solid piece of fabric. (laughs) And the person I was sewing with was like, I'm going to color box crap out of that fast forward, we get to the following morning, they're doing a solid color. And I've come up with this wild color blocking thing where I have this fabric that's got like monstera leaves on it and um, in black and whites and grays, and then has little yellow monkeys on it (laughs) that are so cute that I got from Mulberry Silks when I was traveling um, last month. And so those are, those are super cute. (laughs) And I paired it with black on the side pieces. Now on this, when I say princess seamed, it doesn't have side seams. So you've got one piece that's princess seamed for the front and princess seamed for the back. Right. And I did black for both sides. And then for the side skirt where the pocket is, the pocket is created by having a side skirt piece that's let's say is three feet long, which is way too long. That's not how long it is, but I'm just using numbers and the pocket pieces say two feet long. So that one foot difference, you'll be able to see the under under skirt part. Right. And mm-hmm. I did that in black too. And so, <laughs> and then I did the pockets and monkey fabric. And then I did the sleeves in double brush poly in black and white stripes. I think that was the stuff I sent you. I think it is. Yeah. And so it's all this stuff going on. And when I got the dress finished and I put it on to me, it looked like a York pinafore gone wrong over a black dress. Like if I'd had a York pinafore and instead of having the the sleeves scoop out at about waist height, if I'd had it do it at low hip height. Mm. And so, so I, when I looked at it, I saw a sagging apron over a dress. That's the image that came to my mind. And when I went and posted the image and basically said, so this is garbage, but I thought I'd share. Um, I want to say 90 to 95% of the responses were, oh my God, this is amazing. I love the color blocking. It really brings it out. It's blah, blah, blah. And by the end of the day, I was like, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. Yeah, give it a little rest and see how you think. So I'm going to end up trying to wear it again in the next week or two and and see if I'm happier or if I'm still like, ah, it's too weird. Um, So we'll find out. Anyway, that was another one. And then I also made the Renee by five out of four pattern company. Now I do have an affiliate link with them. So just so folks know, I did actually buy this pattern though. I always forget that I can ask them to send them to me for free. (laughs) So sometimes I just buy them. I bought this one. Um, and I made it out of a cotton woven orange. I think it's double gauze, but I'm not positive truthfully, um, with cows all over it. And it's like a sherbet orange with cows all over it. And it is cute as pie. The thing that's a disadvantage, I had just slightly too little fabric to do the skirt as long as it needed to be. So it's a great skirt, 
but it's probably not a work skirt for me. Mm. And it's a little bit sheerer than I'd like it for work. Mm. So like if I wore underwear with a pattern on it, you might know. Yeah. And so, so this a is a work from be home dress, a work from home dress to be sure, but it is super cute. It's really adorable. And it is, um, it is raglan sleeves. It's, it's cotton woven. There's elastic over the shoulders to, hmm. to bring in the neckline because it's a wider neckline, but the rest of the neckline is just bound, no elastic in the front or the back. And it's got darts in it, but it's intended to be not fully fitted. It's supposed to be a little bit loose. And then at the waist, it has three, eight to 10 inch tiers mm. gathered that you, nice. you get to make up the skirts, sort of like a wilder gown or any of a number of other yeah. companies that put out as gathered skirts. Um, I like it. It was real comfortable to wear. It had a couple of different sleeve options. I, I was really happy with it. It was easy to make. The instructions were good and made sense and happened in the appropriate order. So, because occasionally, especially when I test, and this was not a test, I'll read through the instructions and think, don't you think you should have told me that two steps ago when I could have made a different choice? Because it's too late now. Yeah, <laughs> You've started me down a path. You've said, hey, do this. And then, for example, when you're making a really, really skinny tube that you're going to have to turn inside out, mm-hmm. and they tell you to fold it over and to sew it, and then you're going to turn it inside out, and then they have a tip that says tip. You could sew a little piece of ribbon in there to help you with pulling it through. <laughs> like, seriously, could I? Because at this point, I don't think it's an option for me. <laughs> I feel like that time has passed. And so, I think they yeah. think some people read the instructions before they start. You know, and maybe they do. <laughs> but even if they do read them all the way through beforehand, when you then go back and mm. actually start making the dress, I'm not convinced you're always going to remember that. Okay. Um, and, you know, truthfully, I've read that instruction dozens of times in other patterns. That's true. If it appears before I'm committed. Yeah. Then you have a I chance. might even do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that's sort of a side note there as well. Um, but those are sort of the things that I've been working on. <laughs> wow. So we do have a couple of new patterns to talk about that have come out. Um, the first one is this true bias Zoe tank and dress pattern. It is a knit pattern it has a maximum body size, um, of uh, 60, 53, 62. It is a, I mean, it's like a tank dress. Um, and the, the, the long dress has seams in the front and the back, but the tank tops don't. Right. And I think they'd have to have the seams front and back, at least at the larger sizes. So it makes sense. You do it for all sizes because yeah. otherwise you're probably going to exceed the bounds of fabric at some point. Yeah, with um, the hit, especially really this. the bottom. You really like it. I do, and but it scares me. It's one of those that scares me where I feel like I either need to figure out if my cover stitch machine can in any way help me with that binding, mm-hmm. or I need to get the binder attachment for my serger or some other maybe my sewing machine. It just I look at that and it feels it feels like. I would be happier if I had a complex piece of machinery that was helping me to do it right. Well, I bet you anything they have instructions for a regular sewing machine in there. I'm certain they do. I don't think I believe in myself that much. I think you could do it. I know you could do it. We're definitely going to find out. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, it's a nice little, it's a nice little dress. Um, 
I don't know if it's for me, but I think I, it definitely is for you. Um, I think it's definitely for me, but I think it's, it's the sort of thing where what I'd like to do is to make this and then make my, my little dragon fruit tops to wear over you know it you as well. Do, you could make a sheer dragon fruit top to wear over yep. it. That That's would be true. really cool. It'd be really cute. And I have some sheer fabric I've been dying to make something out of. So that's a, that would be um, a good one. I think that's a possibility. And this one I've seen popping up on a lot of folks' feeds. So I think it's, I think it's captured something in someone's imagination anyway. Yeah. I think True Bias is pretty, has a lot of followers and, and, and tends yeah. to make it through. The next one I saw is a collaboration between Marsha Style and So Lala which I hadn't actually heard of either one of them. And I saw this come through my feed and this is a more me dress than you, I uh-huh. think, except for if you look, I put a picture of the line drawings. And if you look at view D, it has yeah. a, um, what do you, a casing with a yeah. drawstring in it. And I think that would be something maybe more your style. Whereas view C I think is more my style, but I'd like to do it without the sleeves like that. So um, I'm kind of in a mood for shirt dresses. I'm really excited about, I still haven't made the Cali and um, I, th- I think this would be good. I wouldn't wear the belt with it. Like they did in the picture. I'd wear it like the first picture I put in there where there's, there's no belt on it. Yeah, I, I feel like everybody's in the mood for shirt dresses lately. I, I see a lot of them popping up and around. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, I, of course, am opposed to buttons and that has not changed. Um, and most shirt dresses, one of the things they have as a common feature, <laughs> so many buttons. You know, so I have buttons. gotten used to sewing the buttons on with my um, with my machine. The, the baby lock makes it so easy to sew on buttons. Yes. And I don't disagree. I don't want to wear them. It's like the buttons in the back thing for you. It doesn't matter where you put the button. I feel uncomfortable. Do you? Okay. Okay. Well, then and it's that... not physical discomfort. I'm, I sit down and I think, how many am I going to lose? Ah, uh, but <laughs> and... you could sew it up. You could sew it up. And I mean, you could, on. it's true. But then why do you even have buttons for the look <laughs> of it? I think it looks cool. I like the look of it. I don't disagree with you that it looks like a fabulous pattern. I just don't know that I would be able to get into the buttons. And I've tried to use snaps as an alternative because I like the look of snaps. Well, that's going to open. It satisfying <laughs> to snap them, but that's the problem. Oh, yeah, that's more likely issue, to open. You know? yeah. How many am I going to lose when I sit down? <laughs> you know? Well. Weirdly, I could imagine sticking a zipper in the front of that, a separating zipper. There you go. Do that. Anyway, but we should probably get to our main topic, right? Which is, um, what's this month's theme? Because, oh my God, last month was, there. I think a lot of emotional energy went into last month for many, many people who participated. I think so. I mean we put things in the naughty pile because we're fed up with them. And then Mm -hmm. we went and asked people to go find what you're fed up with and fix it. 
And there were people who were like, I've got eight things in my naughty pile and I'm going to try and get through them. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, don't do that to yourself. But, but there were indeed people who got through multiple naughty pile things. So I think in the end it was good because there's a lot more relief in having something done out of the naughty pile than having sitting in there. But at the same time, we asked a lot of people. So this month we decided to have a breather, right? Yes. We're asking almost nothing of you. <laughs> or at least nothing that won't be joyous and result in something you'll love to wear. That's right. So What's our hashtag? Our hashtag is PFTNT. Are we awesome. making things that are dynamite? Yeah. I mean, I hope so, but they're also tried and true. That's Get right. it? TNT. So <laughs> <laughs> you think they got it, Jenny? You know, um, the thing that worries me about this is last week I mentioned to you that I couldn't remember what this month's theme was. And you said, go look at the song and you'll get it. And I went and looked and the song was TNT. And I'm like, what the hell would the theme be then? Are we <laughs> making things that pop, that go boom? What's the, and I, even though we discussed it, I could not get there. I could not get there, which is terrible. Oh my God. Um, and the first time I saw somebody talk about a TNT pattern, I went to try and find the company TNT. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. So yeah, tried and true. I love tried it. Tried and true. And for are this, you- we are hmm. encouraging folks to tr- choose a tried and true pattern to make. You can use one of your own tried and true patterns or discover a favorite of someone else in the community by searching the hashtag TNT pattern on Instagram. And the thing I like about that is that if you look through there and you know you, you sort through things you like or whatever and you see somebody about your size you might have an idea that the drafting for that pattern is good and it's something they've made multiple times they trust it and unless they're saying i this is a TNT pattern that i've altered the hell out of <laughs> which is also possible um a lot of times those give you and a lot of times the TNT patterns are basics you know, things that you would like to have a lot of. Yeah. I mean, certainly that's the case for me. Now, do you think you'll participate this month? I think I will. (laughs) I think I will. So I plan to fully participate in this theme. I am going to choose at least one of my own TNT patterns. And I've decided that I'm going to make one of Jenna's (laughs) TNT patterns. (laughs) And I'm going to try to make one in my own style. That is a Jenny TNT pattern. So it'll be interesting because um, patterns that are, first of all, Jenny and I have different styles, but we also are generally in two different size bands. And so we don't have the same, a pattern that may be drafted really well for Jenny might not be so great for me yep. and, and vice versa. It could be different, but um, ideas that I have for my own is um number one i know i'm going to make some so house seven free range slacks i love those that pattern i need some more for work and i also want to make at least one pair of shorts probably more than that um i i'm thinking about helen's closet ashton top the way that the way that the sleeveless one is made um, combined with the shape of the Elizabeth Suzanne Georgia tee, because I like mm-hmm. the shape of that. 
Um, but it's a little riskier if you're hacking something. But does that still count as TNT if it's two TNTs? Together? Well, I'm I'm going to tell you what we would tell anyone else who asks that question. And of course it does. Yeah. Our goal is to exclude you because you came up with something that doesn't meet our personal definition of yeah. TNT. Our goal is for you to find something that you feel meets that definition. And we get a lot of entrants every month that are like, I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> and we always, we always count it because yeah, we're, our goal is to be welcoming, even if you're a little bit weird in how you've defined a TNT. <laughs> yeah. And also like sometimes when people um, post things and why it counts for a pattern, it was a way we never even thought of interpreting that. So it's, it's interesting. Um, the other one sure. that I really want to make is I, I want to make a sleeveless, so liberated hinterland dress. I like that dress. So you're also going to try and make one of my tried and trues. So let me tell you what my tried and trues are. Okay. Because I went and I tried to do it by the numbers. Okay. So I've got two years of good data, three years of marginal data. <laughs> that first year is a little bit wobblier. And um, the the number one out of all of those is definitely the Trillium by Made by Ray. Okay. I have made more than 60 in three years. So far and away... And I don't know how many anymore I've made. I know, I know that it's more than 60 <laughs> because there's a point where I did a video where I, where I, I showed all of them, like wow. all the ones I had made up to that point about a year and a half ago. And that was, that was more than 40. Mm. And I've definitely, so I've exceeded 60 on that. My next best is probably the Chive by Karamiya. And I've made over 20 of those. The dragon fruit and chive, keep in mind. So the trillium, they expanded the sizing on um, to a 5X, which still isn't my size. I, I extend the skirt every time I make it. I, I add width to it. Um, but that one, that one I've had for over two years that I've been able to make using, using Made Ray's extended sizing pattern instead mm -hmm. of having to extend it myself, which I tried to do initially. Um, the chive was only released last year and I've made over 20 of those. The dragon fruit hasn't been released, but was only tested starting at the beginning of this year. And I've made 15, um, the Upton, I've got a couple dozen of, um, the, you know, and, and so for me, those are my biggest TNTs. Now I have other things I've done a lot of repeats of the parasol dress. I've done more than 10 of, I've got more than 10 fiber mood Rosalie's I've got more than 10, Chris Wood sews um, envelope dresses. Mm -hmm. And I want to make some of those envelope dresses as little crop tops with that gathered mm. hem piece on it. That'd be super cute too. So those are the kinds of things I'm going to do. But my plan for this month, well, I got a two-part plan too. But the first part of my plan is that as part of what I'm working with Seams Fabric on, I'm going to be making a trillium dress out of fabric they sent me. And they sent the elastic thread and all the things I would need to make my trillium. And I am going to start by doing, <clears throat> cover your ears, a twall. <laughs> now it's going to be the most wearable twall of all times because I'm making it out of a beautiful high-end um, quilting fabric with a yarn dyed um, check fab. I think it's check fabric by, I think it's Kaufman, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Yarn dyed fabric for the facing. because I'm going to put the facing on the outside. 
Nice. As seen recently in a post by Made by Ray, um, where they use two contrast fabrics and for the facing, they they flipped it to the outside instead of on the inside. Totally looks like it's designed that way. It's so gorgeous. I love it. And but instead of being all pretty and and petite and gorgeous the way this one is, I'm gonna I'm gonna put pom poms. <laughs> I'm gonna put pom poms in the seam <laughs> between the <laughs> between the facing and the dress. So okay, you know which will be super adorable. Um, and I'm going to do it with my usual cap sleeve that's self-drafted that I use on that one. Um, I may actually extend it into a real sleeve, but but I'm not going to do like some super fancy sleeve. So that's what I'm going to be doing with that one. But here's the other exciting part. The reason I'm doing the toile is because I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to reliably use the elastic in my bobbin to shear. Wow. Even though dress, even though I hate doing that, I've decided I'm going to take up the challenge of trying my tried and true dress as designed by the designer. <laughs> Just something I don't have any like that. Every one of them I've wow. made, I've used an alternative form for the elastic. So you have to do a video on that. I'm gonna do there. I am, I'm going to do probably several videos on that while I get myself really annoyed at myself when it's not working or I get super excited because it works perfectly. And then I go to do it on my real dress and it doesn't work. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm very excited to give it a go. So that's coming up for me. Um, and as I say, the fabric was given me by, by seams fabric and, um, and yeah, I'm going to do that in April and I plan to make several more of the trilliums to go with this. I love this dress so much and I'm going to, I'm going to stretch this as far as I can um, yeah. in terms of, of making something that's really tried and true. So, <laughs> so, so then the question is, are you going to pick which of my tried and trues you want to make, or are you going to take an assignment? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would take an assignment if I could say that it needs to be woven fabric. Oh, I agree with you that it should be woven fabric. I think that would be perfectly reasonable. Okay. I would point out to you that the chive can be made in a stretch woven fabric, but um, but honestly, I'd, I'd like to see you do the trillium with the okay. elastic bobbin shearing. Hey, wait a minute. Your first 60 <laughs> of them didn't have elastic bobbin shearing. So, um, I, honestly, you could do any kind of elastic back you want, but I'd like to see you do the trillium. I think you would like it. Okay. I think well, you would like you know, it as a dress. It's been on my list for a long time to try, and I haven't tried it. So, I'll, maybe I'll give it a go. I think you should. I think you would like it. It would. It makes up nicely. I've done it in linen. I've done it in the wash, Brussels washer linen before. Oh, it, I like it that. makes yeah. up really nicely in a bunch of fabrics that you really like. You don't have to use an outlandish quilting cotton just because that's what most of mine were made out of. <laughs> I think I think it would work well in things that are are very much up your alley. And if you decided you liked that um, contrast facing again, even in the the solid linens that we get from fabricsstore.com, I would imagine you'd have one that would go with, mm -hmm, right. That might mm -hmm. make for a neat sort of a jewel neckline like that. I know that's not a jewel neckline, but I think of it that way. Cause to me, that little divot looks like a jewel. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think you would really love it. Well, and I will say that if Karamia releases the dragon fruit, I will definitely oh, make that. You've got to make that. That so would be hard. something I think I would love because it's like a slightly more fitted version of the parasol. I think it is. It is absolutely. And I agree with you. It has I a like lot in common with them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you'd really appreciate it. I don't know whether you'd go as ruffly because mm-hmm. it has a ruffled and an unruffled version. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found for me, I like putting sleeves on it and I didn't like the little ruffle sleeves for some reason. I'm okay. not sure why I could probably dig into that, but anyway, I've really enjoyed them. I hope it gets released. Yeah. I think so, I've built up a lot of people's expectations. <laughs> yeah. So there are a few, um, there's a few sewing community favorites. And the first thing I want to mention is that um, there are many sewing community favorites that do not meet our standards for our podcast. Many favorites come through and larger people cannot make them. They don't, they don't come in their size. And actually I suggested one of those and partially I thought that it did come to the size because you've made them. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but it doesn't, so we're not going to talk about that one, but there are three that we're going to talk about here that so many people have made, um, that we can't sort of ignore them as sewing community TNTs. And absolutely you've made, you've made, I've made two of the three that we have remaining. And of course I'd made the one that was disqualified, which was the big four pattern. Yeah. Um, and the big four patterns don't generally come up to our size requirements. And mm-hmm. in this case, it, it stopped even shorter than usual. Yeah. Um, the only reason it worked is because it's designed to be a little oversized. And because I am for my upper chest and chest measurements, which were the most critical measurement for this dress, mm-hmm. I fall within straight size bands, yeah. usually, not always, but usually. And the rest of the dress I had to expand to fit yeah. my body, but it was a pretty simple expand. So, um, but anyway, the others I made two of the three, and that's my second TNT challenge thing is I'm going to make the third one that I've never made. So the first one we've talked about before on this podcast, it's Paper Theory's Zadie jumpsuit. It goes I've up never to made a 50- that one. I I've made it. It goes up to a 57 and a half inch hip. It's not right for me. Yeah, it didn't work Um, for you. No, I struggled to do whatever I needed to do to make it something I could pull on and off. Yeah. Um, However, I expanded. It didn't quite work. I think that's partly because my hips are so much bigger than what my waist measurement, because I fit within the waist measurement and I fit within the chest measurement, but my hips don't. Every solution I came up with involved me scooping my belly and pushing it in and out of the garment, (laughs) which is really bad to do when you have to pee. (laughs) Well, also like, I I don't know if I would like it, but it is so cute and it looks so good on other people. And actually it looks good on all sized people. Usually like people of all different sizes. I I think it looks great great on me. Yeah. It looks great on me. If you go find mine in the feed, I look awesome in it. Okay. I made three of them. I look fabulous. You just don't feel good. It in just it. wasn't practical for getting in and out of. I would have had to change how I brought the, the wrap crotch area together to be like all the way under. And at that mm-hmm. point, I don't think you can sit safely. It just, it just wasn't right for my <laughs> body, the way I was modifying it, but it's adorable. I encourage people to go out and give it a go. It's it's really cute. Yes. So, yes. Um, so the second one is one that I've just recently made, and that is the True Bias Ogden Cami. And that has a maximum hip size of 59 and a half inches. Yep. And that's body size. The way that it's designed, it flares out further yes. than that. So I'm unlikely to choose to adjust that 
like I'm, I'm unlikely to make it bigger than that because I think it'll fit over my hips. Pardon me for the ways I would wear it in any case. And it doesn't uh, go I've that far down one. to hips. Right. And I've never made this one. This is, yeah. this one's new to me. Um, and I can picture it with like underneath one of these little shirts that I'm doing out of the dragon fruit. Yeah. I could picture it as being a shirt that comes under it. So I can make the dragon fruit a little bit shorter even mm-hmm. and wearing it under it and over a skirt or pants or something like that, layering it. I'm kind of like, I'm really late to it because I expect boho is going away, but I'm suddenly liking these layers of floaty things. Yeah. <laughs> which I yeah. think means I'm like way late. Oh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We're over 50. We wear what we want. <laughs> And then our last one that really swept the community at one point was the Friday Pattern Company Sagebrush Top, which has a max 60-inch chest, 63-inch hip. Yes. And um, this one is incredibly oversized. Just a fair warning to anyone making it. I made it before it was extended. And so... It was anyway, I, I I had to size down to get the fit that I wanted out of it. Okay. So just be aware that there's probably some flexibility depending on how you feel about oversized tops. So I mm-hmm. recommend measuring pattern pieces in this case. It is super cute, easy to make, really fun for color blocking, great for cottons that are quilting cottons or other types of structured cottons like we've talked about in previous shows. It is adorable. Have you made it? I have made it. I made it in two um, versions. I got rid of both of them. And the reason is <laughs> um, I, I I think I would like, I what I need to do is change the sleeves. Um, yep. It's too, um, it's too poofy at the shoulders. Yeah. And I'm so broad no, at the shoulder that, that it just feels a little, it feels clownish to me. It feels like I'm wearing a costume. So I think, think you could adjust that out really easily i yeah, mean I just think so. I, I think that one's going to be an easy one to to narrow down and in addition it's a fairly standard arm side there's nothing wild about it you've probably got a dozen shirts that you yep. can steal asleep from yep and i think if i did that i would really like it because i like full sleeved I, I like things with puffy sleeves i just don't want the puff in the shoulders right like the puff on the bottom, I like, you know, yeah, I like that kind of thing. So, well, it's cute. It's cute. So, are you going to try and make one of those? Do you think this month? We'll see. I have a lot of things to make for my trip. That's true. I'm going on my trip, and so I want to. I want to do a lot of things here, but I definitely need to be focused on getting things done for my trip because I want. I think. Done that the trillium dress would be a great dress to take on your trip. And it is, it is sleeveless by design. Oh, so you I have to like add, that. I put sleeves on every one of mine, but it is sleeveless by design. Uh, as I recall, Ray does have um, sleeve options that you can download from her website. So there are ways for you to get them, but the pattern itself is sleeveless. And I can wear sleeveless stuff to work. So yep. like... I think yeah. that would be kind of cool for me. And I have some, some tattoos I like to show off on my arms. So that would be kind of cool. What kind awesome. of fabric do you think I would like it best in? I mean, I, I think you would probably like it best in something that was from the linen family would be my guess. Like Brussels? I, I, Brussels washer linen would be fabulous for it. That is okay. one I've definitely really enjoyed mine in. I, I, 
if I, if I've gotten rid of those and I don't think I have, it's because I didn't like the color or something else about them. They were really comfortable. They worked up really well. Um, I do use on, uh, I do use the interfacing with the, with the mm-hmm. facing, which is something I don't always do. And on that okay. one, I do use the interfacing with it. Good um, to know. I do sometimes interface it with self fabric, but, mm-hmm. but I always do something to keep that a little bit sharper. Yeah. Needs a little structure dirtier. to keep that. A little bit of structure. Now, doesn't yeah. it have more than one option for the neckline? Yes. There's, so there's a neck, there's a, a scoop neckline and then there's a scoop that has a little mini scoop taken out okay. of it. Like a, uh-huh. you know, not quite a keyhole, but you know what I mean? That little, that that little perfect mini for a necklace, right? Yeah. I, I love that one. That's my favorite one, but okay. you can tell when I'm feeling lazy because I just do the scoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it difficult? There's more effort. Sorry. Is that difficult? The, the, it's not difficult, but even I actually have to draw the shape on my fabric. Right. And so, because I actually have to pull the pen out. I see. I see. Put the line, the stitch line on there. Uh If I'm not feeling like doing it, I'm just like, screw it. I won't do that then. I see. I see. Okay. Um, I do often, well, I always make the skirt a little bit fuller. Um, the way that it's designed, it's got, I believe it's too many pleats on either side of the front, um, that are in there. And I, I usually make the skirt a little bit fuller and, um, make the pleats a little bit deeper. I do that because to my eye, the pleat size seems to stay the same, no matter what size the garment is. Uh And so I feel like I don't get quite the same look if I leave it how it is on smaller bodies. So that's a, that's a decision I've made on that one when I do it. So when you talk about tried and trues that have adjustments, that's one of my adjustments is that I I use that. You know, what I noticed here is that I think on the website for that, she has got a lovely double gauze that she's made that out of. Oh, it would be fabulous in double gauze as well. I don't find double gauze as workable for my work environment because I find I catch on things sometimes. Mm, so mm. it's, it's one that I have slightly more trouble with. Um, I think it would also be uh, really good in, well, I think it'd be nice in a lawn. I think there are other things you could do with it. Um, just knowing you and what you seem to like to wear, I would think linen would be a reasonable yeah. choice for you. But yeah. if you have a double gauze you've been dying to use, it'd be perfect for it. Yeah. I'll have to see if I have enough. So it's a surprisingly frugal dress, right? Because <laughs> even for me, I can get it out of three and a half yards. The problem is if I start adding sleeves or if I, like I have a directional fabric that I've chosen to do this with for um, seams fabric. And so I need extra because I'm going to use the directionality of the fabric to an effect, uh-huh. um, things like that. So. Well, very interesting, but I think you'll, I think you'll like it very much. I think, I think I'm going to give it a try, Jenny. I think you should. Oh, it doesn't use very much fabric. That's what I'm saying is it's, it's even in my size, it's not a, it's not a horrifying amount of fabric that it requires. Oh, I'm looking at the top. The dress used a little bit more, but still it's not that much fabric. Well, the dress in my size is asking for 2.9 meters. So just over three yards. Yeah. And that's uh, for me, for a dress, that's not yeah. a, that's not a big ask. Five yeah. is my standard buy for dresses. So yeah, 
Um, so it's very nice. And of course it maxes out at that body measurement, 59 inch hip. I was so glad when she extended the sizing because originally it only went through extra large and then it got extended through a 53 inch hip with the size three extension. And now it goes all the way to the size five, which is a 59 inch hip. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I was really pleased. I, I, in my head, because I have a, a horrifyingly large ego, I just assume she must have extended the sizing because I was making so many of them. <laughs> it felt like she should. <laughs> but I was I was really pleased with it. And it is, it is definitely far and away the dress that I've made the most of and that I come back to consistently because I know it's going to look great in any of a gazillion types of fabric that I've made it out of. So are you also going to make one of my tried and trues? <sighs> You know, yours are pants. <laughs> Not all what of them. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> Not all of them are pants. Well, okay. I keep threatening to make the Ashton's, the Ashton top. Yeah. I do not. I don't like the hinterland dress. You don't. You I don't. don't. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> but the Ashton top, I'd be glad to make. So yeah, I'll trade you. I'll definitely do an Ashton <laughs> or at least I'll try to. And you can do people, she has a million hacks on her website that show um, dresses and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, right now I'm super into these little tops that I can put a frill on. And there's one of those on there. Something. Yeah. She's got some instructions for that as well. Not that you need it, but. No, but I mean, I think those are, I think those are cute things to be able to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited. So yeah, I'll, I'll pop that on my list. I can do that. What do you think I should make it out of? Oh, you can make the Ashton <laughs> out of so many things. And I think if you're going to put a little frill on it, I think it would be so nice out of double gauze or something floaty like that of wall or something. Or, or if you make that other dress and you put this in a sheer thing, that would be cool too. Oh, that would be adorable. Although, and I, no, do I don't think a sheer, a sheer thing is so great because it has this lovely all in one facing. That's right. I'd forgotten about the facing that so you, you talked can about. use bias binding on it. You don't have to use all in one facing, but, um, but it is, it is kind of, it's a very nice construction actually. I'll probably keep it like it is then. And just add my frill at the bottom yeah. and plan on wearing it over or under something. Okay. And I, I'm going to do some dyeing this weekend. And some of that is on the aisle 20, the lighter weight of the linens, mm-hmm. which I would imagine would be really good for this. I bet they'd be beautiful. Yes. And the, and lots the advantage. Of, yeah. Well, how much fabric can this possibly take? It takes a very little. Because <laughs> I'm thinking if it doesn't take all that much fabric, this should be super easy for me to be able to do, right? Yeah. It's a couple of yards. Um, it's, it would be le- if you can if you can move around your pattern pieces if you're willing to do a back seam all the kind of things you can get it out of a lot less fabric um yeah but also it um it, and it's more fabric if you want the all in facing of course cuz that uses more fabric but right right but but presumably in any case it's still probably not so bad let's see <laughs> I'm flipping through the pattern requirements now to try and figure out I'd make the crop top. And so in my size, it would take no more than two and a half yards, even with the facing. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and yeah, so that's what I'll do. That'll be fun. Yeah. 
and adorable out of my tie-dye. Yeah. Another thing that would be fun with it is to make, um, because it's so simple, is to piece together some fabric to make, like with your extra different colors. Yeah, I've got so much. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that because I have a lot of linen scraps and linen would go so easily that way. I was just suddenly thinking with the rubber stamps I've recently received, it might be a good candidate for a a punk frockers logo on the back or on the front. Yeah. With my stamp. The silk screens as well that I have would be another thing that might be a lot of fun on that because that's a nice little bit of canvas. And if I'm going to wear it over or under things, it would give me an opportunity to have, you know, my little political slogans or whatever (laughs) on something that I could also remove when I want to wear that garment to an office or something else. So fun, fun. This will be great. All right. Well, uh, I hope that everyone is um, excited about our new theme this month. And um, this should, I'm excited to see what everybody's tried and true patterns are. Me too. I I love it now that I know what it means. Oh, awesome. It's been great to get to chat with you. I know we've gotten less opportunity to do it lately because of your job and mine. Yes. See See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. The Punk Frockers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frockers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.